You're listening to the Straight Crooked Podcast. I think I'm kind of determined I need I need a new hairstyle. And like ASAP. I'm so ready to change my hair. Do you know what you're doing? I'm gonna cut it off. Like what do you like a bob? Uh, shoulder length. Okay. Okay. I got something in my eye. Something flew in my eye, like, right before I came on here. An eyelash came out. (laughs) Did the eyelash fly into your eye? I guess it did. Okay, cool. But yeah, like, I just, I like the idea of this long cascading hair. What is it for if I'm not doing anything with it? Because I'm not. And I got these stupid bangs. They're finally growing out. And then I usually do a middle part because my, I've always had issues with my scalp um, because it's so pale underneath there. I've seen myself on security cameras before and like, it's not that bad, but sometimes to me, it looks like my like part is that big because it's so <laughs> white. <laughs> so I don't always like the side part because then I can see right here, like the fat white line. Instead of it just kind of being hidden. I need I need something I need something different. But before I do any like big chop, I think I'm gonna do full on Taylor Swift bangs just to, to say that I did it and then grow them out and then like chop my hair off. Cause the last time I had bangs was in the third grade. It was in th- this phase of my life is what my brother called the walking twinkie phase. And I had a bob and a real big round face and thick blunt bangs. (laughs) Why Twinkie? Um, That was his nice way of telling me I was huge. Shaped like a Twinkie. Yep. He didn't say that to me until years later when I was out of that phase, though. So don't cancel him. It was pretty funny, actually. The cat got into some more bread. I didn't learn my lesson the first time. So I bought this really nice loaf of sourdough bread. Mm-hmm. And mo- granted, most of it was gone. And I come out from sleeping and the whole bag is ripped open. And the sourdough is nowhere to be found. Oh, my God. I love it. That cat is psychotic. So did the dog get into any of this one? This I don't think so because she was in the room with me. Oh, okay. So how the cat ate that much sourdough bread, I will not know. Because he's the slowest eater. Like <laughs> He must have been doing it all night. Just chomping Sweet. away at it. That is actually hilarious. Ridiculous. Ridiculous cat. Um, I went to the mall this weekend, this past weekend, and I got... <laughs> I went to Ulta, and I found this NYX Duck Plump. Okay. Oh, uh-huh. And most of them are colored, and they're very pigmented, and I'm just not into that. So I got the clear one, and it's, like, so spicy. Like, yeah, though they can be, wow, yeah. But um, I don't know that it actually makes my lips bigger. I think it just makes them red and irritated. But either way, I'm going to put some well, that's on. What, huh? I mean, that's what it's supposed to do, is irritate them. Yeah, but it's supposed to plump them, and it doesn't plump them. 
but we're gonna go for it i like the feeling it hurts but i like it really yeah except when it gets on my tongue but if i put it on too thick which i made the mistake of doing i have to wipe it off because it it burns pretty bad so now it's on and you could tell me in like 20 minutes oh see it's already burning my tongue if my lips are huge or not trying to look like kylie today right we'll see speaking of kylie i got a mini kylie bratz doll and it's so cute it's like this big where'd that come from walmart and it was like a mystery thing too you don't know which outfit of hers you're getting and i got a little um mini dog that came with it as well one of her dogs and that was mini mini because it's supposed to be smaller than hers so what is it like this big yeah it's like the doll and the dog it's so cute <laughs> i'm gonna tell you about the crumble cookie flavors this week oh okay because i got i'm I've got to stop. I didn't do crumble cookie last week because I didn't like the flavors. But this week I was like, oh. Wait, what were the ones last week that you didn't like? I can't even remember now. It was like lemon cheesecake. um, And some other just, they seem pretty plain to me. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Okay. But yesterday I got brownie batter which was probably my least favorite i i have to realize that i don't really think i like their chocolate cookies that much either they're like just chocolate anything if it's like chocolate cake chocolate cookie if it's not just a topping it's just too rich yeah but they had a cornbread cookie i think that's my favorite one it was good oh yeah was it sweet oh yeah okay um, and then they had a donut cookie. Okay. It has a hole in the middle and it's kind of flat. But it was like cookie texture? Yeah. That okay. was also good. Wow. And then a strawberry cake one. That sounds good. It is. But yeah, no, the cornbread is my favorite for real. Really? Shocking. I wouldn't yeah. expect that to be a crumble cookie or to be like a top cookie. <laughs> I know, me either. I don't huh. even like cornbread. Because it's like it chokes you. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. For me, like, I've only done it a couple of times, but the vanilla bean, I feel like nothing could ever top it. Was, wasn't that what it was, vanilla yeah. bean? Okay, yeah. I almost, I convinced myself on the drive out of your neighborhood to not go get another <laughs> one on the way home. Because I almost did. I was like, I got to take this home. I've got to enjoy this, and then I just didn't. Always a missed opportunity when you don't get a cookie. I don't know. I'm kind of glad because if we want to get real for a minute on the pod, I feel like maybe sometimes we're not authentic enough. I've been going through it as far as body image, I guess. I've almost gained all the weight back that I lost initially. And I was watching back some videos that me and Jalen did last week. And I was like, oh my God, like you've got to chill out. So I've been, I've been pretty good. Um, I've cut out sweets and soda again. My next step is to just get on. And mind you, that was two days ago that I've done that. Um, 
But yeah, I've been doing the treadmill pretty hard and stuff because yeah, I just I, I need to I need to chill out. Just don't overdo it. Oh no, never again. You know, gotta have stuff in moderation. No, I mean I'm not talking about like I'm talking about on the exercise and dieting part too. Right. Um, you know, because if you don't enjoy things from time to time then whenever you do finally decide to enjoy it, you're gonna go overboard yeah you know um, but as of right now like i think i mentioned this before since pretty much my birthday when i did all those free samples of different stuff it's been overboard since then with the sweets i'm like every single day i need something sweet every time i eat something sweet like every time i go to the grocery store let's go to the bakery area and pick something out so right now, like, I'm not going to do it forever. It's just kind of, like, mini bursts of challenging myself, like, for the rest, well, not the rest of March, because I'm supposed to be going to Virginia, and I cannot resist a Wawa shake, and I will not resist a Wawa shake. But, like, up until we go to Virginia, no sweets, no soda, have some while I'm there, come back, be really strict for the rest of March, and just kind of keep doing that. When are you going? Um, supposed to be like mid March, I think the fifteenth, sixteenth. If it doesn't happen, full on breakdown on my end. My my body, my soul, my mind, my heart has been yearning. Like I've never yearned for a place so hard in my life. I think about it every single day. I feel all the feelings as if I'm there. Like. And it's kind of too bad that my brother, I don't even know if I've talked to you about all this, but he's hes getting out of the military um, in the summer mm-hmm. and he's most likely not staying there, which like good for him, like live your life and he's going to be closer to us. But I'm at Where's the point, he, um, he doesn't know yet, but he's leaning more towards Savannah actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll that would be somebody really down cool. here. I know. <laughs> right. Um. But then, like, I'm just in such a space right now where I would love nothing more than to be able to go up there for, like, another month or more, get, like, a cute little part-time job and just, like, live my life in Virginia. I miss the aspects of, like, the stupidest stuff, like, getting up and going to the library there, like, the way the air felt and the people around. And I sound like a crazy person. I've never yearned for a place so hard. Speaking, Speaking of crazy. Oh, no, oh, go no. ahead. <laughs> well, no, I was going to get into um what I was going to cover today, but oh, okay. if you have more to add. Just then. it just a bit. I was going to say speaking of Virginia and crazy. You remember the uh cringe Snapchat guy that I told the story about on mm-hmm. here? So, he would like not leave me alone again. And just sending selfies and stuff. And I think he finally had enough of me opening and not replying. And he finally deleted me. <laughs> finally. So that's my update on that. Oh, I'm my God. you didn't delete him first. No, because I sometimes I like the attention. I'm like, oh, my God, you're <laughs> snapping me again? Like, really? But I'm not going to reply. But um, that reminded me because I think this was in the same episode I talked about Joe Exotic reaching out to Hillary Duff's husband mm-hmm. being like, get me out of here. Well, apparently he's going on to Machine Gun Kelly now. And I saw that. Yeah, allegedly he left a comment because, you know, Machine Gun Kelly got these blackout tattoos. 
And he left a comment on one of his posts saying, a tiger and a bit of meth and you would be mine. LOL. Who is running Joe Exotic's account? Because <laughs> apparently he was also making posts like on his actual Instagram feed, which I did not see for myself, but just different memes regarding Machine Gun Kelly. It's like, we get it. We all want him, but help me. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh my get me God. out of here. Get me out of here. I'm stuck. Mm-mm. Okay, do we see how red my lips are getting? Yeah. Some blood flow going there. Oh my God, I was thinking if you have like a creep or someone that won't leave you alone or like you're out at night and some dude just like won't stop bothering you. Put on some of this and give him a big smooch. He will hate it. I don't think men can handle this kind of pain on their they lips. Can't. So I'm looking for a victim. Oh my God, that sounded <laughs> so bad. That sounded so bad, but seriously. <laughs> like, I dare you. Please, like, I'm begging you. Come near me. Try to kiss me. I'm ready. <laughs> or you can just put it straight on their lips. <laughs> That's not as effective, I feel like. you got to trap them. Also, I have to turn off my heater. I'm so hot. It's not on. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to turn my ceiling fan on this morning. I was like, why is it so hot in here? And then I realized I'm wearing a sweatshirt, so I don't know. Maybe oh, that's not new for me. But it is, like, warming up outside, isn't it? Feeling a little more spring-like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time. Okay, so I pretty much have one topic today. Okay. Well, maybe two. But we're going to do some mental health stuff today. Okay, very good. Um. So in order to keep your license, you have to do continuing education hours. Um, and you have to have so many every two years. Um, I have to have 40 hours. Yeah. Um, so I've been trying to get on the stick because I have to have all of them done by December. Um, um, this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, which I finally paid for all of them and got them scheduled. So now I just have to follow through with them <laughs> to Why be done. Why do you have to pay for it? Well, I mean, they're classes. And I mean, it, it can range from, you know, $99 a class up to three four hundred dollars depending on what you take i know like to get certified in emdr therapy it's like four thousand dollars whoa yeah because i was looking into it and um because the the course i actually took was for uh a certified trauma professional credential um and he was like, my best advice to you is get certified in EMDR. And I'm just like, no, I'm not paying $4,000. That's a lot. Can you take out like a student loan type deal with that kind of stuff? Mm-mm. Wow. No. And I mean, maybe if I go to private practice full time, then I might consider something like that mm-hmm. because you'd get more money if you're able to offer that. Right. Because um, it's like the hot thing. No the hot therapy um (laughs) so maybe if i was doing that but 
I would not use it right now. So right. there's not really a point. Um, but anyways, I learned some interesting stuff in my trauma uh, class. And um, we worked through finding self-regulation exercises to make you feel more relaxed when you're experiencing stress. Oh. Um, so when you ask people what are causes of stress in your life people say you know my job my family finances traffic (laughs) you know (laughs) things like that and um he was like what if I um tell you that none of those things are a uh, are a cause of stress you're like what (laughs) right how's that possible um so actually what stress is if you break it down to like a neurological level is that you're perceiving a threat um so there's either an active threat or from past painful learning experiences you're associating the current situation with a past learning experience that hurt you and so you're perceiving a threat that way and that's how you get anxiety interesting okay um so you can't experience stress in a relaxed body it doesn't work so you have to work on relaxing your body in order for your brain to calm down and let the um autonomic nervous system regulate essentially so we did some exercises and i figured that we'd try them out today and see if we can uh have some good tools for relieving stress let's do it i would love to okay so the first one and i don't know okay it will detect my arms and stuff maybe (laughs) i don't know so the first one is a body scan or what you call a wet noodle okay um so this one is one that you can do in real time and it doesn't interrupt the activity that you're doing because all these other ones, you have to actually, like, sit down and do the exercise. And so it's interrupting whatever you're doing at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, you just do a body scan. So what that means is that you're noticing all of your muscles from your head to toe. And then you go up from your toes to your head and notice what muscles are tight. Okay. And so you just go through... Check on your head, your neck, your shoulders, your arms, your abdomen, your butt, your thighs, your calves, your feet. And notice what's tense. And intentionally relax those muscles for five seconds. think i'm having trouble intentionally relaxing it how do you do that well another thing is just like go limp (laughs) you know what i'm saying like your whole body just go limp for like five seconds oh that's nice (laughs) (laughs) so then you don't have to notice what's tight right okay you just (laughs) just let everything go exactly um so the next one is 
diaphragmatic breathing. So we're opening up the diaphragm and making sure that we're um, intentional on our breath. Um, so what you do, especially to start out with, um, you don't have to do this, but it's taking your arms and clasping your hands and putting them behind your head and just leaning back. Oh, I've you're got gone. gone. <laughs> I can't lean back that far. Um, so you stay in that position and you uh, extend your abdominal muscles out on an inhale. And then squeeze them in, or not squeeze them, but, you know, just in on the exhale. Yeah. That feels nice too. These they call nice. that baby breathing or baby oh. breath. So how babies breathe? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> um the next one is your peripheral vision. Um so you're gonna take your hands, which mine are gonna disappear. Um you're gonna take your arms and extend them all the way out. Until you can't see your hands in your peripheral vision. On, like, either side? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now I want you to find a spot straight ahead and focus on that spot for 10 seconds. And I want you to like blur your vision and mm -hmm. make whatever that spot is blurry. And then take a second to move your eyes to the left and notice what's in that peripheral vision in your field of view there. Mm -hmm. And then take a second to look to your right. Okay. And that's it <laughs> nice okay my arms i need to do arm workouts because they kind of got tired of hanging out up there yeah you don't have to keep your arms up i guess i should have said that oh. <laughs> <laughs> but just finding out where your like peripheral vision spot is um this next one they say that you have to have a very good therapeutic relationship with your client because it's a little bit awkward um, and it's going to be tricky because I can't show you my butt on the camera, right? Okay. Um, but this is pelvic floor relaxation. Another thing that you can do, um, are Kegels. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this one, it makes a touch memory in your body. And you'll have a lingering sen sensation where you just touched on those body parts. Okay. Um, so what you'll do is we're going to touch four points on the pelvis. And um, not all at once. We'll do two and then two. Like with our hands? Yeah, with your hands. Okay. So the first one, you are going to go underneath and find the two bones that you sit on okay 
And I would say just touch them with, you know, two fingers, or you can do the whole hand if that's easier. Um, and that's called the ischial tuberosities. Those are the two bones that we're touching right there. Okay. Um, so we're going to just touch those briefly, um, kind of with a, a good pressure, not to where you hurt yourself, but where you're going to feel that spot lingering for a minute. Um, then the next points that we're going to touch um, are where your hip bones are. And this is called the iliac crest. So, yeah, just take two fingers and touch your hips. And then we are um, going to imagine those four points in your body. And I want you to um, imagine connecting all of these four points in like a box. They're all connecting with straight lines. And you're Interesting. Gonna, you're going to work on softening that whole area of your body and imagine that square expanding. You're going to focus on the muscles in the center of that square and work on loosening them. This is weird. This is like I can feel and actually picture the things that you're saying. It's okay. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Does your pelvic floor feel relaxed? I think so. As much as I know what that means, it feels relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I accidentally freaking hang on. I was gonna pull up something and I need I accidentally closed out of it, so I'm gonna find that again. Okay. Oh, I went the wrong freaking direction. There's only one direction. This one, you are, I'm going to read off things to you. I want you to close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Focus on your breath. Make it longer, deeper, softer. And now slowly in your mind, repeat to yourself each of the phrases that I say to you. Focus on each phrase as you repeat it to yourself. I am beginning to feel calm and quiet. I am beginning to feel quite relaxed. My right foot feels heavy and relaxed. My left foot feels heavy and relaxed. My ankles, knees, and hips feel heavy, relaxed, and comfortable. My, my stomach, chest, and back feel heavy and relaxed. My neck, jaw, and forehead feel completely relaxed. All of my muscles feel comfortable and smooth. My right arm feels heavy and relaxed. My left arm feels heavy and relaxed. My right hand feels heavy and relaxed. My left hand feels heavy and relaxed. Both my hands feel heavy and relaxed. 
my breathing is slow and regular. I feel very quiet. My whole body is relaxed and comfortable. My heartbeat is calm and regular. I can feel warmth going down into my right hand. Okay, so you can slowly bring your attention back. Mm, that was really nice. I feel like that is something I could put on and try to do as I'm falling asleep and it would kind of help me drift off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and they actually do have those. Oh, <laughs> like really? Like on Spotify and stuff. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, but there is one for sleep. Actually, I'll, I'll backtrack. So the purpose of that one is you have your sympathetic nervous system and you have your uh, parasympathetic nervous system. So your sympathetic nervous system is your adrenaline, your fight and flight response when you're detecting a threat. And so when we're experiencing anxiety and stress, the sympathetic nervous system is the dominant one. So what you're trying to do in that script is to switch the dominance over to the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, and that is where you experience calming. You're not detecting any threats and you're more relaxed and comfortable. Um, but speaking of sleep, there is an exercise called progressive muscle relaxation. Mm-hmm. And that one was um, utilized initially for insomnia. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, so what you would do is you start at your toes and you'll just, you know, clench your toes, tighten them up for five seconds. And then release for five seconds. And then you would go up to your calves, tighten for five seconds, release for five seconds. Then your thighs, then your butt, then your stomach, and your back, and your biceps, and your forearms, and your hands. And then um, you would also do your face. So, like, just squinch everything (laughs) together and then relax that. And so... They say, like, you're supposed to go through it three times, like, toe-to-head, toe-to-head. And um, say you don't usually make it past three rounds before you're asleep. Really? Yeah. I'm going to test that this week and see how that goes, because that sounds fun. But I'll say that really the cause of insomnia is us not, um, <laughs> not putting down our phones not having a bedtime routine blue light exposure yeah because i will say i've got my little routine just not at a set time you every do have night. a routine yeah but um like i know that i'll feel tired sometimes but i'm like no like i haven't watched tiktok all day i want to do it now like that kind of thing but last night i laid down it was probably like 10 o'clock and i could tell 
that I was feeling tired. So I made the decision instead of scrolling for once. I don't know why I made this decision. It's very hard for me to make. <laughs> I put on a podcast, turned my phone off so there's no light in my room, closed my eyes. I didn't even make it five minutes into the podcast. I was out. Now, I did randomly pop up about an hour later. I jumped out of bed, ran to the bathroom to pee. Have like, But, you know, normally you wake up and you're like, I've got to pee. I've got to get up. My body decided for me. I jumped up and ran. <laughs> Laid back down, put the same podcast back on, turned my phone over, right back to sleep. It was incredible. I would like that's something I want to feel every night. I don't want to have to scroll until I can't hold my eyes open anymore. Right. And um they say that having a bedtime routine is super important because it is your body telling your brain, hey, it's time to go to sleep. We're done oh, for the day. Yeah. And we're gonna enter a wind down mode now. Mm -hmm. So I encourage everybody to start a a bedtime routine whether that be you know brushing your teeth and washing your face or reading a book um just anything mm -hmm. for, I encourage that, that as well yeah because yeah. <laughs> I mean I have the routine as far as getting ready but then what happens after that looks different every night if I lay down and put on a show if I like color for a little bit if I'm on my phone I need to be more disciplined with that <laughs> yeah no, I know. And me too. Well, I mean, I, uh, not last night, but the night before last, I did not go to sleep. And I wasn't on my phone, wasn't on my iPad. Um, granted, Bob's Burgers was on. Um, but I just could not go to sleep. And then it starts to become miserable. And you, you feel know? dreadful because you're like, I wish I could just sleep. And that's all you're focused mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And then yep. that makes you not go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I wanted to talk about trauma. Mm -hmm. and Perfectly fine. So um, it's called finding your ACE score. And ACE uh, stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. Oh. So it's a questionnaire. And you complete the questionnaire. And it is, I'll tell you how many questions it is in a second once I find it. <laughs> Ten. Oh, that's not a lot. So I'll read off the questions to you. Okay. And you can think about it in your head. Okay. I have a feeling that yours is going to be a zero or a one. Okay. Um, Should I write you don't down? Have to, you don't have to tell us your score. Okay. If you don't want to. Just I want you to have it in your head. Okay. So I can um, keep track of it? Yeah, you can. Okay. So, while you were growing up during the first 18 years of your life, did a parent or other adult in your household often or very often swear at you, insult you, put you down, or humiliate you, or act in a way that made you afraid you might be physically hurt? So, you would score a zero or a one on there. Oh, um, that's the only two options, zero and one? One, sorry, one is yes. <laughs> Put a score of one if that did happen, okay. zero if it didn't happen. Okay, gotcha. Question two. Did a parent or other adult in the household often or very often push, grab, slap, or throw something at you or ever hit you so hard that you had marks or were injured? 
the third one is did an adult person at least five years older than you ever touch or fondle you or have you touched their body in a sexual way attempt or actually have oral anal or vaginal intercourse with you um number four did you often or very often feel that no one in your family loved you or thought you were important or special or your family didn't look out for each other feel close to each other or support each other five did you often or very often feel that you didn't have enough to eat had to wear dirty clothes and had no one to protect you or your parents were too drunk or high to take care of you or take you to the doctor if you needed it. Um, six, were your parents ever separated or divorced? Number seven, was your mother or stepmother often or very often pushed, grabbed, slapped, or had something thrown at her? Or sometimes, often, or very often kicked, bitten, hit with a fist, or hit with something hard? Or ever repeatedly hit at least a few minutes or threatened you uh, or threatened with a gun or a knife. So just domestic violence. Eight, did you live with anyone who was a problem drinker or alcoholic or used street drugs? Nine, was a household member depressed or mentally ill or did a household member attempt suicide? Does that count if it's speculation of being mentally ill? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, In 10, did a household member go to prison? So you add up all of your ones, and that is your A score. I'll go ahead and say mine's a three. Okay. Mine is also a three. Um... And so the the doctor who was teaching this course, um, he had a score of nine. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's been through a lot. So if you which there are some pretty crazy statistics on this. Um, but for one, if you have an A score of six or higher you are likely to die 20 years earlier than people who have a score of zero. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, my um, God. Is that just because you're likely to, like, repeat those behaviors? or? So that and then it also just impacts your physical health. That's what it's actually really looking for is that they were using the A scores to see uh, – what the impact is on physical health and if there's a correlation. Okay. Um, so you would be twice as likely to smoke, seven times as likely to be alcoholics. And I'm sorry, it's a score of four or higher, not six. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, six times as likely to have had sex before age 15, much more likely to have chronic health issues and high predictability of needing mental health treatment and 12 times more likely to have attempted suicide yeah and i feel like i mean obviously it's all traumatic things but four is such a low number to be at risk for all of those things now yeah i mean a low number but at the same time 
it's all very traumatic things happening on that list so well especially like if you're talking about abuse sexual Mm -hmm. abuse things like that I mean yeah and it never occurred to me until you brought it up that it could also it's like assessing physical things like I never thought about physical like repercussions I guess of going through stuff like that I was thinking more mental you know like I don't know and I feel like it's a lot of um environmental factors like um you're either not having access to health care or disregard your physical health and maybe that's why those things happen mm-hmm. um but it's so just crazy to me to and this is kind of why I don't want to have kids because I'm like what if I damage them seriously I don't want to traumatize them in any way um that's small things that they may not even remember can have a traumatic impact on their child mm-hmm. you know yeah so. there have definitely been things that I feel like have have impacted me nothing obviously crazy like that was on that list but when I brought them up other people don't have a memory of it Mm-hmm. like didn't even realize something like that happened and I was like wait but this is stuck with me my whole life what do you mean you don't remember this like that's what I'm saying it's such a small detail yeah to other people but it's just not even important mm-hmm. <laughs> which it makes you feel shitty you know because you're right. like well this had an impact on me and you don't even care yeah and so this is these are some questions that I want to ask people um who have experienced trauma because often they're like if I didn't do this especially with sexual assault Mm -hmm. if I wasn't wearing this or I shouldn't have been there at all or just anything because Mm -hmm. you always find a way to blame yourself right and what causes rape the rapist exactly (laughs) (laughs) and that's what you have to remember yeah um but a lot of people feel bad about themselves because they're not able to process this trauma, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I need to get over it. I just need to stop thinking about it, blah, blah, blah. So these questions that I ask to them are, what would any rational human being come to believe about themselves, either intellectually, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically, physically, socially, academically, Um what would any rational human being come to believe about themselves from having these things occur in their life? So it's essentially applying the empathy that you have towards other people to yourself. Because yes, that happened. Of course, you're going to feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, what would any reasonable human being come to believe about important relationships from having these things occur in their life and what would any uh, reasonable human being come to believe about the world from having these things occur and so of course if we're saying to other sexual assault survivors that of course you're gonna you know you're gonna direct that blame at yourself of course you're going to have your relationships impacted 
And then your view of the world is going to change when you Mm -hmm. experience this trauma because it physically, it rewires your brain and it actually changes your brain chemistry when something like that happens. So of course you're going to feel that way. Yeah. Also fun fact Mm -hmm. is that yoga has proven to be just as effective for trauma than cognitive behavioral therapy what yoga yeah huh i'm like i need to get into yoga man yeah think about it because it's connecting your brain and your body it's Mm -hmm. um relaxing and tensing muscles and and everything so it's sending messages from your body to your brain and so i'm like oh yeah that makes sense that's actually incredible yeah so then if you don't necessarily or you don't think you have a lot of trauma and it's just like help extra then because you feel like there's nothing to be worked on so yoga is just gonna like it made more sense in my head before I started talking (laughs) (laughs) um so I want to give everybody one last exercise to do and this one is very very effective in um calming anxiety especially like maybe when you're on the verge of having a panic attack or something like that um and these are called grounding exercises i want you to look around and identify or name five things that you can see right now what can you see do you want me to name them to you yeah sure water bottle colored pencils mirror phone lip gloss okay four things that you can feel Mm, my pants okay my desk my headphones does it have to be touching me right now you can touch it (laughs) oh okay my hair (laughs) okay um three things that you can hear i could hear you myself and the humming of my air purifier (laughs) (laughs) your air purifier two things that you can smell literally nothing you don't smell that duck plump does it not have a scent okay i could smell my face powder on my brush And the wood of my color pencils. Okay. And then finally, one thing that you can taste. My lip gloss. Okay. Perfect. So that's good because you're focused on a task and completing those things. um, And also just noticing your environment. Uh, So you essentially tricked me into giving me a task like a little kid. To not think about anything else but the task. (laughs) It's like, here, don't play with the outlet. Let me give you this piece of paper instead. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another adaptation of the 54321 method um, is called sensory grounding. So you would name three things that you can see, 
three things that you can hear and three textures or things that you can feel. And then you repeat it and do two things you can see, two things you can hear, two textures. And then one thing you can see, one thing you can hear, and one texture. Um, so that's just grounding all of your senses, sight, um, touch, and hearing. Okay. So, yeah. I like these. You do? Yeah. Like, I think this is something I might refer back to a lot and practice them. I think it's helpful. And um, not just for trauma, for anxiety, too. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to, I would like to try some more and I want to know if people are going to try them listening to this. I think everyone should feel like I'm going to give them to my mom and make her do them too. The other thing, just speaking of like your environment and impact on mental health, have you seen this um, sad beige mom thing? Yes. And I hate it. I hate it. Why? Uh, okay so these moms are so concerned about their aesthetic Mm -hmm. that they are going to affect their child right and their learning over (laughs) i just i don't i don't understand it i know that they're so wrapped up and it's usually like the mommy bloggers type people they're so wrapped up in everything looking good do they even realize how it's affecting their child or do they think they're just raising like an aesthetic child like well okay so let's talk about well let me first explain for nobody who's heard of the sad beige mom thing um it is making everything cool tone and aesthetically pleasing so these nurseries are all beige or variations of beige cool colors and they're buying super expensive toys that are like this or they're spray painting beige the toys that they have i didn't i haven't seen that one yet that is insane yeah yeah um so anyway let me just say that babies for one thing can't see that well the best colors that you can um use to stimulate um vision is red white and black um so those are the colors that they're first able to pay most attention to oh is that Mm -hmm. why babies stare at my hair so much because they can see red probably oh my god i love that okay (laughs) (laughs) um so anyway you're painting everything beige kids can't differentiate anything and then you are going to be raising your child to be in a muted environment Mm -hmm. um so when they actually go to school and they're seeing all this rainbow colored stuff and all these colors and they're going to be overstimulated because you're not teaching your child to be stimulated at home. Right. I just Does imagine like the kid that has to go through that. They get to school and they're like going through like a full body shock. Mm-hmm. Like what are all these colors? I want to know to the beige moms out there. Here's my question. What do they do about like television or, you know entertainment on a screen you can't make that beige so do they just not give that to them or how does that work i'm sure someone because it's not their home decor right it's just selfish it is selfish (laughs) right 
I also hate, I understand like family photos, things like that, but the people that only dress their kids in these like, I mean, outfits that influencers would wear almost, or even following the beige aesthetic, just like grown people clothes for little kids. Like where is the shirt with all the rainbow unicorns on it? And like the frog pants, you know, like let a kid be a kid. They don't have to be fashionable. Speaking of, I was watching a YouTube video last night, it's by Kiki Chanel, and talking about this trend of the 10-year-olds in Sephora. Oh my god. And, okay, so these children are using acids, they're using retinol, they're using all this stuff, and they're like five or six years old. And the moms are putting them on TikTok as like skincare influencers. It's so ridiculous. It's weird. I don't like it. I didn't even know what any of that stuff was until I was in my 20s right like you don't need it at that age no make any sense and they're just dropping so much money on it too right the when i was in sephora as like a teenager it was only ever for makeup and it was only ever to ask for samples because like i was not going to spend all that money as a teenager on skincare and face products whatever it's ridiculous these parents need to stand up to their kids insane yeah and they won't there's also in that same boat the little kids um with the starbucks i saw a little girl i can't remember what she was complaining about but she was just a small little girl had her little starbucks and she was like they remembered my blah 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 they forgot my whipped cream like like a full-on grown woman ranting about (laughs) starbucks getting her order wrong why are we even getting our kids Starbucks? I'm not some weird, like, I'll let, like, when my niece and nephew are here, they can have, like, a Sprite every once in a while type deal. I'm not going to go, like, nothing but juice and water. But why coffee? Why are we getting Starbucks as children? <laughs> it freaks me out. I would draw the line at a Frappuccino, and it would have to be, like, the strawberry one. Right. It's just like a milkshake. Right, yeah. Other than that, no. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, excuse me. So sorry. (laughs) It's Um, like, they're not getting childhoods anymore. Same thing with like middle schoolers. I mean, it's kind of goes hand in hand with the skincare, but middle schoolers doing full faces and makeup every day and dressing to the trends. Like, why can't we be kids and why can't we be cringy and have to like, I don't know, go to McDonald's and get a smoothie because we can't have like a coffee from Starbucks. I don't know, just it is because these kids are accessing social media way too early. Yeah. I'll be damned if my kid is gonna be like ten years old on TikTok. My God, no. Like I love that we have social media. I would never want a child to be a part of that. Which I no. think besides just not wanting a kid, stuff like that does add to it like solidifies my decision because i don't want to bring a kid into anything like that just the fact that parents are making money off of their kids and like are you putting that in a college fund for them or are you setting them aside until they turn 18 like what are you doing with all this money that you're making i feel like it gets to be kind of like abusive it at is at some point and um another thing i saw recently was like when pedophiles can't access what they want to access because it's illegal um most of these like little kid or like mommy bloggers and stuff 
like millions and millions of their followers are just Perverts. grown like, men yeah yeah which is so gross and mm-hmm. why are you going to let your child be a target for that exactly yep but they don't care because it's followers and views i guess Yep, money attention that's all that matters something's really i mean things have always been wrong with the world but i feel like that's something that's getting worse the more that all types of media are becoming more relevant that's why abortion should be not illegal oh my god legal (laughs) everywhere (laughs) yes i agree or like the same way that i feel like men should start off in jail and prove their way out i think there should be some kind of like rigorous testing to become a parent a lot of people, you just got to take a little, like a tiny little dive into them and you could see that they should not be a parent. Yeah. But we can't control who has kids, which is really unfortunate. Um, like, it's I feel like sad. you need to pass a test. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't know, though, because people pass driver's tests and they're still horrible on the road. Like, we need a a better test than the driver's test to test potential parents. Yeah, I agree. They need to be able to prove, like, um, their ability to provide for kids, Mm -hmm. which is what makes me so angry about people being pro-life is you don't give a shit about these kids once they're out. No, no, not at all. You want to force, like, the drug addict homeless mother who doesn't want a child, you want to force her to have a kid. She knows that she's not able to take care of it. You know she's not able to take care of it, but you're going to force her to have it. And then what? You don't make sure that the kid is safe and has, like, a better home or is fed or has education or basic needs. Why are you forcing people to have the kid then? I know. It makes me so angry. I know. I hate people so much. And what was it? Didn't Alabama just determine that frozen embryos are considered children? yeah make that make sense how about you freeze them to keep them alive what would happen if you put a child in a freezer it wouldn't it wouldn't stay alive (laughs) like well since georgia passed this whole you know six week abortion ban Mm -hmm. now when i filed my taxes this year you can claim your unborn child as a dependent which is it's just like, yeah, they should be if you're considering them as a person. Right. Yeah. How Can I count all my eggs inside of me? I don't know. I need, I got like, I got some I need to claim. It's Did ridiculous. you know that you're born with all the eggs you're ever going to have in your life? Yeah. Yep. I've thought about selling mine before too, but the whole injection and hormones really turned me off to it. Like, I'm wacko enough. I don't need hormones, more hormones throwing me off and... Mm-mm. Yeah. I get that. Well, I think that's all I have for today. This was such a fun episode. Good. Yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed it. I think people will enjoy it, too. Brought my um, A-game today. You did bring your A-game today, and we commend you. We needed, like, a fresh boost after the last couple episodes. Really like the last month. This week's song of the week is going to be 
Easy by Emily Kenny. PSA. If you have kids, put them before your own needs. Please. And amen. <laughs> amen. You've been listening to the Straight Crooked Podcast. Bye. Bye.